Everybody needs to understand that I'm more than simply a hype man for this rap group. Just like Geico is more than just a company that can save you money. Geico also has fast and friendly claim service, so they can help you when you need it most. And while I do love being a hype man, I also love reading for children's audiobooks. Like Little Bo Peep, she lost the sheep, and she don't know where to find them. Yo! Geico. Expect great savings and a whole lot more. That's awesome. Hello, everybody. <laughs> uh, we have uh, before I even go into announcing our show and everything, wow. and this will be like a surprise for you. Yeah. All right. So I like to throw those in. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We we have uh, now after almost a year, we are like reverting back to the areyouscreening.com podcast. Yeah. So I thought I'd throw that out. I'm at both you. stunned and not stunned. So I could have just said. Welcome, welcome to the areyouscreening.com right, podcast. Right. But uh, I thought I would I thought I would say something instead of just doing you it, and then you'd it. have the like the no, big eyes. Yeah, you should have done it. Then like, hey, are you are you screening.com's own Mark Eastman? And I would have been like, that's not the old. <laughs> you like, you it just, is. <laughs> guess guess what? Like just post it across the table to me. Yeah, so I would have uh, done that to you actually, but so it looks like after cool. uh, after trying to kind of start this thing and get it off the ground with other people and yeah. uh, <laughs> some like investors and stuff that uh, the filmreview.com project is kind of being scrapped. Yeah. So and and it's because of us. We are it is we are outliers. We screwed that up. We're just you can't control us. Yeah, it's all because of us. Right. Um, but anyway, so it's uh, it, it's kind of funny how e- how funny easy it is to switch that around. Yeah, um, <laughs> <laughs> I bet. Yeah. So uh, anyway, uh, welcome to the areyouscreen.com podcast. If if I can interject something, because I had sure. someone email me uh, and today, say, what the hell, and said, why has the iTunes feed changed? Right. And mine on my phone has not. Right, but I fired it up, and we can, and now people can only see the first nine shows where our entire library used to be there, and that's spooked it's, me. It's I actually still, don't, it's, I actually still there on a copy of every single one. Of or it things. was. It, it's. I looked this morning. It wasn't. Oh, all right. Well, so is that gone now? Or, no, it, uh, it's just it, it will be. Uh, okay. The thing, as I understand it, is that uh, once you like, then put out a show under the new name. Then iTunes will like kick in everything. Went to film review, right? It was weird. Okay, so anyway, and it it is kind of weird too because I will, uh, like, I looked at it and it's it says areyouscreening.com podcast, and unless you go to another page and then it says okay, here's the show, but it's filmreview.com podcast, and like it's still it's just not all. Yeah, it'll get there. All right, all together, it's all got to do with the automatic nature of the iTunes feed, and uh, unless you kick a new thing not everything comes together right. so so it'll it'll get yeah. started to be fixed today with right. this new thing right i looked uh shortly after i did it and uh you know i searched for the podcast and they all came up so maybe yeah. it, you know who knows right. what what it's funny it's that. taken us this long what are we four years in now to bungle the opening this badly like usually right. we struggle through it but 
the hell with it today. So welcome to the <laughs> AreYouScreening.com podcast. Right. Yeah. Uh, I am your host, AreYouScreening.com's own Mark Eastman. And yeah. with me, as always, is co-host extraordinaire Shane Leonard. Hello. And this week, uh, I know that over the last uh, couple of months, everyone has been interested in our lists. And so lists. we're keeping up with yeah. our uh, move toward lists. We were not here last week. That one's my fault. Yeah, I had to. And uh, yeah, you were out of town. That's okay. Yeah, <laughs> you're allowed to. You're allowed to. Everyone's here. Um, anyway, but we're gonna be doing the worst movies of 2015. I yeah. Which in a way is an interesting list, but in another way, it was not that interesting for me this year. Uh, there yeah. there were there were <laughs> less movies that I was really into hating yeah. there were mo- there were plenty of movies that i hated i mean i still had to whittle down the list and go this yeah, sucked this sucked bad yeah but you know last year there were mo- more movies that i just was like right. yeah. and this year there were only a few there were a few. i mean there were my mine was weird because at one point i felt just like it, i hate all these equally like right. nowhere to put one i mean i knew there was one I right my top two other. are like that my they, my yeah. top two like one of them's two, one of them's one, yeah. but it means nothing. Right. I mean, it's right. like, do you I want felt, to get shot in the leg yeah. or the arm? I mean, and, and at like, one point, at one point, I genuinely felt like, you know, sometimes you get these hypothetical questions, like you have to give each of the five people you hate the most a million dollars. You can split it up any way you want. Like, right. who do you, how do you, how do you do benefit it? people you don't like? And I'm like, this sucks. So I'm trying to put these in order. <laughs> yeah. And I'm just like, they're all. Yeah, they're it all just, number it one. means nothing. Like, right. they're all number right, one. Right. And I almost was going to read my list. Yeah, number one, this. <laughs> number one, this. And you're like, all right. You know? But it was it was at times both funny because I'm like, I hate you all just about the same. And then it was weird because I did the list differently this year than I ever did. Usually I look back at, um, like, what, what we gave them for grades. Right. And I kind of use that as a guide, though it's not definitive, but I use it as a guide to help me. This year, I just went through the list with no grades and was like, that's bad, that's bad, that's right. bad, and tried to remember how much I loathe them. Right. So that was kind of interesting. I kind of put mine in order in, uh, uh, you know, like you said, they they all sucked. They were, <laughs> they were all number one. There were, there were a few for me that were really like the top three or four mm-hmm. that I just thought were completely awful. And we yeah. should say also uh, going in, just like we do for the best list, um, you might have gotten to avoid more things than I did. I certainly feel so, like I did. There was something, so, you, I mean, like you went to see, didn't you have to see Pixels? Yeah. Yeah. See, I, I mean, there was, I almost made a list of the 10 dodged bullets the of the year the, the, the and it was like you the cobbler the pixels right. like there are things i'm sure don't give away list. my whole list all right yeah. I'll, I'll ease back all right. um but anyway but yeah i did move around a bunch i, of I had I, I had a lot of movies that i hated and then i had to try and figure out a way to come up with some order and i hate orders anyway I know. right I, know. I love that part so one of the things you know for me was like i'd have a movie and say okay i hated that movie mm-hmm. but there was like this one scene yeah versus another movie where I go, nope, yeah. there just was, there <laughs> just was no, nothing. No redeemable enjoyment. And then I'm trying to further get it into order. And I was just like, what movie would I least let myself be forced to watch again? Right now, like yeah. if you had to watch it yep. again, what would you, yeah. what would you <laughs> claw your way through to yeah. avoid? I do the same thing. It's like a new Saw movie. I think you're... <laughs> I think you're coming around to the fun of making lists. Like, yeah. This is the mental yeah, exercise. It was, it was really fun. Um, before we do the list, 
though. Uh, we've got uh, 10 Cloverfield Lane, and we've got like a video problem. <laughs> I thought you were going to like, no, like close the curtain. No, that's just driving me crazy. Uh, 10 Cloverfield Lane uh, we're going to do. And actually, we'll do that first. Okay, that won't be that long. Uh, you know, people, people have asked us to throw out a little bit of news because we claim that we're going to throw out a little bit of we news. Do sometimes, you know, we and to win it's really, too, it's but. really just like end of the year. Uh, trying to get lists and a movie, and then there's not a lot of time to talk about <laughs> right. everything. I mean, there actually is because we we could get through things faster <laughs> without much problem. But I know this what my week, news topic is okay. What's your news topic? Well, the, the the interesting trailers that I've seen left and right, like you know, yeah, going, this, going this from week, like this week is like all trailers. Going from like all strange things of being, I, I felt like there was a strange need to have to see the Civil War trailer, the new right. Captain America trailer. Somebody who uh, is close to me uh, sent me a text message and was like, go look at the trailer. Cause they know I, I actually have this stance now with this film and a few others where I don't want to see the trailers. Cause I want whatever I see in the film to be as new right. as I can right. instead of just see all the greatest hits. You're okay with this one because if you saw the first trailer, you really right. kind of saw this one. <laughs> right. it, it was a weird trailer. And like I said, all of the news this week really was new trailers. Yeah. And then uh, who's going to be in what pilot for TV next fall. Yep. There's a lot of announcements of, you know, people yeah. that finalizing shows so that they can start production right. quickly. And so there was, there was a lot of news about that, which most of it, you know, quite frankly, not all that interesting, except I did think it was kind of interesting that uh, Anna Paquin joined Reese Witherspoon's ABC oh, yeah. divorce drama show, Yeah, which, you know, I kind of like Anna Paquin. Mm-hmm. I have no hope for that show whatsoever. <laughs> yeah. The best hope for that show, I think, is that it's uh, utterly ridiculous. Mm-hmm. And so then it will get people, you know, who like watching Scandal or How to Get Away with Murder or yeah. whatever. And then it's just it's so stupid that people watch it. Right. I, right. I mean, it's but it just sounds like a really bonkers show. Yeah. And I don't feel like that's really something Reese Witherspoon is going to sell to TV audiences. Anyway. Yeah. I, I mean, it just seems right. weird anyway. But uh, other than that, but there was there was an announcement yeah. of people joining shows. And so you got like a pretty good look at what's coming next fall anyway, just in the general shows, but it was just all trailers. Yeah. Game of Thrones trailer. There's oh, a yeah, new daredevil trailer, um, which actually looked pretty cool. I kind of like yeah. that show. Yeah. Actually. I do too. Um, and that's starting up like this week, <laughs> next week, this week. I think it's the 16th. I, I, I don't know. I don't know. And, uh, uh, anyway, and game of Thrones is like, uh, week into April-ish, something like that, like the 11th. The Game of Thrones trailer is actually surprisingly good in the sense of letting you know a lot of stuff that was going to happen. I mean, like, they showed you a lot of stuff. It was unusual, really, for... Usually, Game of Thrones has a trailer where you know nothing. Yeah. And then, like, a couple of days before it comes out, there will be trailers that give you some some information or something. But... Uh, anyway, so there there were those trailers. There was the Captain America trailer, and there was the uh, pop star trailer, the uh, Andy Samberg movie where he's oh like I didn't, a, I didn't even check that one out yet. Yeah. It, it's really it's it's kind yeah. of like a mockumentary yeah. where he's like a Justin Bieber ish yeah, uh, person, <laughs> and and it's not actually Justin Bieber. It's really just <laughs> you know it's really just all talentless pop stars. Sure. Right. <laughs> 
I'm still in the blank. It's, yeah, it's not just the one, but it's it, it's funny. It goes into uh, all of the you know weird entourage, yeah. like all the weird people who are on his payroll. Right. There's like a scene where he like doesn't look and takes a basketball shot mm-hmm. and then doesn't turn around until the ball's landed and everyone's like, yeah, it went in. It went in like he missed of by course, a mile. Like, yeah, you know? that's awesome. And I mean, it, that's a funny trailer actually because it doesn't, the trailer itself is not that funny. Yeah. But the trailer, you know, gets you to believe that the movie is going to be funny. Right. The trailer's more interested in like kind of, setting up the idea of what happens and showing you all of the people right. who are in it. Right. You know, but it's not necessarily the funniest it's stuff, which, so I like that. Right. right. Because if the trailer was completely hilarious, movie dead, then, you know, like, like, like you say, it's, it's the worst to yeah. go into a movie and all the funniest parts you already know. Already seen them all. Yeah. And the trailer can't really like set them up either. They're right. just, they're as funny yeah, as they yeah. are in like a little snippet. Anyway, but that's really all the news was just tons of trailers, interesting trailers. Everyone's talking you, about Captain America and Spider-Man's yeah, in it at right. the end and stuff. And that's the big thing. Like I hadn't seen, <clears throat> I hadn't seen it and I wasn't going to. And a friend of mine said, you know, you're going to, you're, you're going to want to watch it. And it does show new things, but you're going to want to watch it because you're going to see something in the trailer all over the internet, right? If you right. don't and watch so it, you and might it's just as well. Ruined. So you right. might as well enjoy it through the process of how it's supposed to be presented. And I watched, and because Spider Man's in it, that's what they're talking about, right? There's right, a scene right. With Spider Man in it, and I'm like, yep. The, and I almost the very, immediately, the very end it. of it is yeah. just that Spider Man's in it, and you know, it's it's really weird. I think both of these movies uh, that I kind of don't get, yeah, uh, Batman vs Superman right. and Captain America, both of them are like the, you know, they're they're not real focused on a villain, although Batman vs. Superman is a little bit more. Right. At least from the trailer. The Captain yeah. America trailer tells you nothing about there being any villain. I think or, all, I think or there is any yeah. villain or anything like that. It's just the both of the movies are just this uh controlling superheroes right. and uh the shackles we should put on them yeah. as like society or something. And I'm like, is that really where we are culturally right now? That everyone is really worried about this? I mean, yeah. these seem like movies that, you know, if they came out in the height of the Cold War or something, right. and it was all about nobody being too powerful and all right. that stuff like that. But now all of a sudden, this is what every yeah. superhero has to be about right yeah. now. I don't know. It seems weird. I think the, uh, I think, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think it's going to be fun to see them both for different reasons. And it's weird that Batman and Superman is like in a week and a half. That seems very quick right. to me. Right. Um, and now that I've seen the new Captain America trailer, I can't wait for it. Yeah. I next can't week. Wait for it in a way like I like the Dark Knight kind of wait, can't wait for it. Yeah. Like I think it's going to be gritty and dark. And and that was the other thing. They came out with like this uh, proclamation that this is the longest superhero film that they've ever made. You know, Godfather long. And I'm like, <laughs> OK, as long as it's good, I'm OK with that doesn't have to be you know super long did you get because we'd talked about um uh like the james bond stuff with idris elba and stuff now that that was the thing that we missed last week if we had had news was the dark tower announcing yeah he he and matthew mcconaughey are going to be the stars and i actually thought of and they just they just announced the kid too and i don't remember who the actor is but they just announced that a couple days ago too but i was actually thinking i want because i got a bunch of emails about it and I wondered if you had through the show because we talked about Idris playing no. different people, and he's kind of playing a you know a, what people would assume is a white guy 
Right. And I was like, wow, this is going to solve the James Bond question real quick. Right. If he's great as Roland, then that answers a few things. Right. I think it's uh, I think it's kind of funny. People were talking about that at the beginning and when they first announced that, like people were talking about that sort of stuff on the Internet. And it's funny, the reaction to when you can or can't do it. You know what I mean? Like, just like we talked about before when it was James Bond. Right. And it's um, and, and there's something, I guess, in the Dark Tower, you know, no one ever says he's white. Right. I guess. I don't even know if that's true. But the Dark Tower books, remember. supposedly, yeah. anyway, never say that he's white. They just talk about him. Yeah. So where does that leave you in who you can cast? Because I guess everyone assumes he's white <laughs> because yeah. because that's the cultural question one, there is that if he were black, right, right in Stephen King's mind, right. then he would have said right. that he Right. You know, whatever. I mean, it's all. There's that whole thing that came, and that one, that one's the <clears> one to walk back a little. You know, he always described him as seeing him as a young, youngish kind of Clint Eastwood, The Man with No Name, those kind of Sergio Leone kind of films. Right. And then Michael Whelan, when he drew the books, made him white. Right. You know, and that's pretty much all that they've got to go on. Right. And Stephen King anything. didn't. Right, didn't argue say, no, about it. You got his skin color wrong. <laughs> right, you know, right. He's too tall. He's a dude. Like he's supposed to be a woman. Like <laughs> right, you know. right. Anyway. Anyway, okay. So, uh, oh, yeah. Just real quick, just because I just wanted to remember to say it. I hate the Ghostbusters trailer because we saw that. Okay. And, you know, dude, what a piece of crap. <laughs> what a what a horrible piece of crap. Between that and the Star Trek trailer, <clears throat> excuse me, and then the kid who falls out of the tree and cures herself of immortality or right. whatever. Like, um, come on. Show me a good trailer. Right. Like, I just wanted to see Captain America again. So anyway, sorry. the only thing that I like about the Ghostbusters trailer uh, going into Jeez. that movie, going into that movie is going to be kind of a weird thing. I yeah. mean, I went to Ghostbusters when it came out. Yeah, me too. So that's not absolutely every demographic, but it, right. that is supposed to be <laughs> interested in this movie. Yeah. Right. The, the things that I do like about it um, are that it's, it's at least, uh, going for the same kind of feel. And I like that as a choice, right? And not everyone will, I guess. But, you know, it could have been the new Ghostbusters movie and it's like everything looks like you're watching Tron or something right. or everything right. is like super, you know, now high tech, like right. craziness. And, you know, the car sort of looks the same. Their backpacks sort of look the same. I kind of like that. But the other thing that I like about it is that so far in the trailer, at least, and who knows what will happen in the actual movie, it doesn't look like there's anything in this movie that is going to have Melissa McCarthy really going for like the fat joke stuff. And so I like yeah. that. I like her. Be, yeah. I like it. She, she looks uh, socially awkward. Right. Maybe, yeah. but she's yeah. not uh, trying to jam to herself jokes. through right. like a turnstile or crawling right. through car windows or whatever. Right. So right. I like that. That'll about be for anyway. So anyway, anyway. Okay. 10 Cloverfield right. Lane. And we yeah. could, uh, since we're talking about trailers anyway, and uh, this is a thing that we sort of sometimes do. I like doing it. I guess you get a pretty good feel of the movie from the trailer because. Yeah, I think you do. The vast majority of this movie is uh, just about them being trapped right. in the bunker with this guy. Right. And that's really what happens in the movie. I mean, I, that's I'll, pretty much what the trailer tells you. Yeah. 
and that's pretty much what you get. So Right. I don't think that the trailer gives you a film that's different than the film that you actually wind up seeing. In fact, one of the greatest things that I, I will happily give them credit for is if the trailer seems like it's giving away too much, you basically see everything in the trailer in the first 20 minutes of the movie. Like the movie, right. 20 or 25 minutes in, maybe maybe a half hour, but I mean, who cares at this point? But within a half hour, the trailer is, you've seen all of it you need to see. Right. And then the movie is new. Like it's all that stuff. But the tone, the subject matter, yeah, it's basically, it would be different if we were like, okay, they only spend 15 minutes in a bunker. Right. And then they're outside like trying to, which, you know. Which I think it it's, it's kind of a weird thing that this is, you know, has Cloverfield in the name, yeah, right? Cool. Because you almost kind of expect that to be what you're going to get right. when you go into it because right. you see her running up to break out of the thing yeah. in the trailer and you know that it's Cloverfield and you have right. to imagine that's going to connect somehow. Right. So when you watch the trailer, you do kind of think, well, then they get out pretty quick right. or I mean, they must. And then it's all like the original film and then whatever. Right. right. But, but no, Right. Yeah, <laughs> that, that would there's a be a lot of it. There's a lot of it that's kind of like that would be a, that, a misreading. Yeah, yeah, there it is. Uh, I mean, I guess in a way, this is sort of a spoiler, but oh. they do not really get out of the bunker almost right. ever. Right. <laughs> I mean, it is like <laughs> that's a good. It is. Spoiler, it is yeah. right at the end. Right. I mean. Yeah, at the end, you get some answers. There's, there's like, yeah, you get some answers about things, and you're, you know. I imagine you're supposed to look at things a little differently right. and right. what happened and all this stuff, although it's kind of nonsensical, but yeah. there's like maybe five minutes, five to 10 minutes yeah. after at the end. Yeah. So we spoiled that for you. Right. So, so you now, go. now, you there, know, there you go. <laughs> uh, anyway. Um, so I actually had kind of a tough time coming up with a rating for this movie. Yeah. Um, and, and in, I thought kind of a unique way, right? Okay. Which uh, I say probably every other week that I had a tough time coming up with the rating of something because <laughs> it was good, but it was bad. And I liked right. this or whatever, but right. this movie, there were a lot of things that I liked about the movie as I'm watching it, like, you know, scene by scene or, or something. There right. was, there was a lot of stuff that I thought was fairly well done or uh, the acting was really cool, yeah. or I was okay with the way some of the story was progressing. I was really not okay with some of the way the right. story happened or whatever. And then on the other side of that, it's not that it did a lot of stuff bad that I have to counter that with. It's just that the movie's completely stupid right. that, I, <laughs> that I have to counter it with. Right. So that was kind of unique. Like I liked a bunch of scenes all put together. The movie's just, like as dumb as it could be. I, I mean, <laughs> which is, yeah. which is new, right? Usually right. it's, it's not like I, uh, you know, when we watched Jupiter ascending, I was going, well, but there's all this stuff I like. <laughs> you were sighing out loud in the theater for that one. I remember like, oh God. <laughs> but, yeah. but uh, in the end I had to give it a three. Um, wow. Just because. Holy crap. Overall, I just really hated it. At the, yeah. at, at the end. <laughs> At the end, I was like, what? Uh -huh. I mean, it didn't, it didn't go anywhere. But there was a lot of it that I really liked. I really liked John Goodman. Mm -hmm. um, he was uh, pretty impressive. But, That's surprising. But then there just was all this stuff that happened that just was really, you know, kind of stupid. Mm -hmm. and, and 
the reason that that really, I think, came together to affect my rating is that so much of the movie is trying to convince you that you should actually take it seriously. And it is kind of trying to portray like, what if this really happened? And it's trying to go through those stages, right? And then it has things like at the exact moment that she breaks out is the exact moment when the lady shows up outside, which is just as dumb as anything could be. And it's just way too easy for them to kill him. Mm -hmm. If they, if they finally got on the same page and decided they were going to do something and they really think that everything is as over as they believe now. Right. They, I mean, they've now both come around to the idea that they really believe that it's all over. Then it's just too easy to kill him. Right. And they would just go, well, um, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's like they've already got the scissors right. for, as if they needed anything else. Right. But the whole place is just full of stuff. And yeah. and then it's almost like if this movie were goofier, I would have liked it better because right. then it I was not then I enough. wouldn't then I wouldn't right. be holding yeah. the dumb things up to the same right. like mm-hmm. level of scrutiny or something. But. But there was a lot of I liked about it. And even though I rate it really low, you know, I could see if I were more in line with the demographic, this mm-hmm. movie is after. Yeah. And I went to the movies, you know, with like five or six friends or something. And we were sitting there. I would probably right. love this movie right. and think right. that it was an awesome time. And maybe right? if you haven't seen as many movies or you haven't seen films. Right. You know, you, you it's easy to just compare it to things people are trapped in. But I mean, if you hadn't seen Room, or like if you know, you're just okay that that lady came up and she's scary looking, right? And that, and we're big selling and point. just run with that, yeah. then it probably works. It's, it's not better, as funny right? as you know Kimmy Schmidt by any means, and it's not supposed to be. But it's not as serious as you know Room by any means either. But you know. I can see we're under the right circumstances. Like you said, it might be much more favorable. Three, I'm surprised. I thought at at the lowest, I thought you might be as five. But for a but while, right. for a while, I kind of was at five. Like yeah. right when we walked out of the theater, I was like, maybe that's just exactly average or right. whatever. Like right. it just so you started thinking and it got to your bed. And then, yeah, it's just, yeah. And, then, and then I was doing my worst list. <laughs> <laughs> so you were in a so, negative so then I, I was I was right. I was really pissed at movies that right. <laughs> I was looking yeah. at and then I thought and then what happened was I thought so what happens has to happen for me to watch this again and I'm like I'll never watch this again sometimes sometimes there's a film that uh that you see that's just kind of dumb or predictable and the performances bring it along a long way for me that was this not that this was predictable, yeah all of the performances were great there's no bad yeah. there's no bad performance john kid john goodman is getting his well proper that dead lady due. she wasn't that she good was okay yeah. yeah but john goodman is getting all the proper due for his performance but he's no surprise you know right. john goodman's actually really great i mean he better be good in it yeah, right yeah, or else why is he this in is it? what you're paying him for you're right. paying him to elevate things and uh mary elizabeth winstead's really good yeah and especially in this she's she's above in a lot of ways, what she needs to be when, when there's a criticism of her, it's because of the script. It's not her. Yeah. Like the, so much of what happens in the film that is bothersome is the contrived kind of, uh, well, I mean, it's just like a machine. It's just some scenes exist so that we can get to the end. Cause we know this is going to be a fun gotcha thing. And in right. some ways 
this isn't a J.J. Abrams directed film, but as a producer, you know, and as a guy, uh, you know, and, and Dan Trachtenberg did a pretty good job with the film. This is his first film. So yeah. It actually yeah. shows a lot of promise for whatever he can do later. But it shows that if if this is a film that is in spirit a sequel to Cloverfield, then his, you know, the the way he makes the machine go forward is in spirit with some of J.J. Abrams telling right. the and, stories. And, and you know, and I, d- I don't think great. that you can actually fault this movie really for the direction itself because no, not it, it was it was really well directed it was. actually. It and, was. And, and the uh, pacing's pretty good. And the and the, and the reveals, conversations are all filmed really well. I thought those I mean, were really they, great. They sell. Those are really great. The, yeah. the thing is, and I'm giving it a six. I think it's a little bit above average, mostly based on wow. That's like a huge of, difference for us. It's, it's pretty big, but you know, it it was fun, and I loved how when I wasn't thinking too much about it, I loved how much fun I was having with it because it it seriously did what is somewhat hard to do in a in a major film anyway. But like sometimes TV shows have this where they have like tons of episodes. You, I rather I flip flopped. I was like, no. This is this yeah, hell. You're yeah. in trouble. This guy's crazy. And then I went, maybe there is a bad thing. Maybe it's a monster right. or an explosion or a nuclear war or chemical war, or whatever. And then I went, nah, he's just crazy. Right. I flipped back and forth and not only a few times with the story as a whole, because there's actually something that they do that's very appreciative by me. But John Goodman's character, Howard, like I I found so much fun in watching him play unstable, crazy savior, you know, right. who at times is absolutely coddle, you know, coddling them and protecting them and being very honorable and then just batch. And, and then just loses it. And, it, and the way and I it, it's interesting. Him, I enjoyed every moment when he would say stuff like there's a scene and it's early in the film, so it doesn't ruin anything, but he's talking to her about, um, you know, why she's in the basement and why she's trapped there and they might be there for a year or two and her eyes just gloss over and he's just like i don't know chemical nuclear martians i don't know who knows right and he brushes over it quick and you're like did he just freaking say martians and i am in trouble and And it's it's really funny because you've got him you've got the other guy right Mm -hmm. who's uh Uh, who's trapped in there with him emmett emmett right yeah and he says, like, good. he says, like, he saw the flash or whatever. Yeah. Right? Like he he's like, I saw that for myself or whatever. Right. And then you've got John Goodman going, you know, nuclear, chemical, you know, I don't know. And it. Yeah. And you're like right with the him. Right? right. You're like, there's some we're out in the middle of nowhere. So it's not like the bomb hit right, right. here. They're right. not good. They can't launch one absolutely everywhere. Right. And blanket the whole country. Right. Right. And and you're like playing along with him, and then he goes, "Could have been the Martians finally got here." Yeah. What? Yeah. And, you're like, <laughs> and his his the the best. Okay, so the stuff that works really great about the film is the peppered bits of information that are slowly pulled back and revealed through either you know narration or exposition or what whatever they're doing, it works. Then when you think back on it, you're like, "Why the hell did it take so long to do this?" Like you wanna you wanna see the nuclear or chemical or Martian invasion. Just let her go up to the window. Take a look around for a while. Like, it doesn't have to be this dramatic thing because there's no danger there. Um, But it certainly builds to an exciting moment that kind of jumps at you and is freaky with the weird woman. You know, okay, that's fine. But the stuff that works really well, like how crazy he is both in his sanity. Like, look at how I've prepared for this, which is scary enough. Right. And then, like, his peppered statements where he seems to know from a conspiracy theorist's 
mnemonic kind of memories. You know, he's like, I can tell you wind changing. I can tell you how much draft we're going to get if it's a chemical world. Right. Why we can't go out for 18 months. Like, it's it's so weird to hear him. Yeah, and, he, and he's got like the place is practically a little house. Yeah. There's there's like a yeah. living room and a kitchen mm-hmm. that actually looks fairly normal right. anyway. And and so it's just got all this stuff. He's got all these board games mm-hmm. and puzzles and the VCR and stuff. And yeah, they, and he's right. got he's got uh, books and they're all just prepare for doomsday, right? Yeah, survival, oh, yeah, right. Yeah. blah blah blah. And he's just got like book after book after book. And you know that he's not only read them all, but he's got like highlights everywhere, <laughs> little post-its. Yeah. I mean, he's like he's, all well, and in. And it's great too because one of the things that's effectively fun in in a weird way this is like a much longer good, maybe not, maybe great, good Twilight Zone episode. Right. They're stretching out all this stuff. And then just when you're forced to like take her side against Howard, because you're like, he's just too crazy. Like there's no way this is happening. Then Emmett comes in and she's laying out all of her stuff. And he's just like, I I saw it. I'm lucky to be here. I was trying to get in. Like that's a great moment. Cause then you're like, holy crap, like right. I'm on their side now, you know? And and just that that revolving door of doubt, suspicion, belief, like acceptance, all that stuff is really fun to watch, uh, watch play out. But again, one of the nagging things is not just because I firmly believe, and this is a huge shock to everyone, I think this is an hour and 45 minutes, hour and 43, if this were 20 minutes tighter, right. it would be way more tense, way more like, like you're digging into your chair. Like you're literally on the there, edge of your seat. Yeah, it's just, some yeah. of those scenes take so long to develop just to do something that doesn't even need to happen when it happens anyway. Right. And then it just depends so much on the fact that you're watching a movie instead of watching what might really happen because things just don't have to play out the way they do. Some of them do when they're very exciting and tense making but others, I'm just like you wouldn't react that right. way unless you knew you and, had and a that's, forty minute. That's one. That's one of the you. horrible things I think about the movie is that some of the things feel very natural and real, mm-hmm. and then but you have to jump right back with some of the things that you go what? Right. I mean, Why it's like ever do that? Yeah. It's like you're you're mixing uh, something that is trying to be very serious, and it's not really a horror film. It's no. just a tension film, right? It's just like a right. It's just like a make you feel uneasy yeah. tension thing, but then you're mixing it in with like you know cheap eighties horror movie where she has to trip on the root yeah. of the tree when she runs right. or she won't stay in the car or just right. like all this weird stuff, and then you know back and forth between those you don't get either good movie right you, you could have you could have like a good eighties goofy horror movie yeah. and go that's a really good one of those. Right. Right. <laughs> but it's not trying to be One a bunch of, those, of different yeah. things all at the same time. And it's it's like you said, a lot of it, too, with the, the tension that's happening. It's almost, you know, like somebody saw a scene in a movie mm-hmm. and said, man, when they just stared at her for a while, that was really tense. Yeah. So at any point that I do that, it will right. work it and be yeah. really tense. And yeah. it's just not. Right. You just can well, see where they're doing things and they're making it take longer because if I just sit here doing it longer, right. it's better. Right. And it's not. It's just filler. Right. Uh, right. If it's not the and, right scene. And, and it's for like that. it's like what you said earlier, too. Like there's a moment there where it's important that, you know, a lot of stuff has happened while uh, while Michelle has been out, you know, Emmett 
well, you know, when you see Emmett, he's got like a busted wing, like he's, he's hurt his arm or broke his arm somehow. And it's interesting that you hear later, um, like he's like, I, you know, I fought to get in here. Like I, right, right. I really like, and you're like, that gives gravitas to the whole thing, but it's important that he's wounded because even it fails anyway, but even if he was wounded, I still don't think there was much trouble in getting rid of Howard. Right. They really needed to. And there's a bunch of times where they really need to. And then later they figure out what well, we absolutely have to. I just didn't. I, and then, I and then here's, everything. here's the weird thing for me too. Um, they do start believing at least much of the story. Right. So that helps in a way. Right. Right. But then they, they have this thing where, Early on in the film, you know, she's like, I'm out of here. Right. And she has a very direct idea about yeah. getting out of here. Right. Yeah. And then later they're like, okay, we have to get out of here. And they're like, well, we'll do this. We'll do that. Mm-hmm. We'll sneak this around for like a long time. Then when we're ready, after we've done all this sneaking for days and days and who knows how long. Right. Then uh, maybe we'll uh, like capture him somehow or something. I mean, you know, just whack him, right? And then you don't have to sneak anything, right? And you could do whatever you want for as long yeah. as you want, right? And they're like, they don't want to kill him because I don't know why. Yeah, like at right. first, when he was just like a lunatic and had you held hostage, you were fine with just killing him. Right. Like right. you tried a couple it. times to kill him. Yeah. And if you would have, you would have went, well, he's just a That's lunatic that. who captured me. Right. And, you know, just because maybe part of the story is true doesn't make him any less of a lunatic who will probably right. kill you at a moment's notice. He's not shy about letting you know right. that he's wacko enough that he might just snap and kill you. Right. Right. So it's, it's odd at the end that all of a sudden they're like, Oh, well, we have to like, we got to get out now. We have to whatever. Yeah. I don't know. It, it was, uh, it was a little weird, but then, like I said, there's just, there's too much going on in the movie that uh, it is just, it just doesn't feel like it fits at all with the rest of the movie right. I'm watching that lady who pops up. Yeah. You're, you're like, what? I mean, that's such a goofy thing mm-hmm. that I was thinking for a little while that uh howard's got this lady right working for him i did too that you know as soon as she started like breaking out he right. like hit the button right that like she runs out of the house to scare right. them right which would have been really crazy yeah. but right. at least would have made some sense out of it right because it just doesn't make any sense that yeah. you know that's the moment and then there's a there's a lot of other stuff that they just throw in just because ooh, like this is creepy or whatever right like they got that big barrel. Right. I'm like, dude, you have a gun. Right. You don't need a big barrel to threaten people with. Yeah. You just could have your gun, gun or whatever. Yeah. And, you know, they are obviously scared enough of you. Right. That you just have your gun. Right. And, uh, you know, it and was just it was just like, you know, what would be cool. <laughs> He's got this big barrel mm-hmm. and that will be like creepy and cool. And. Uh, does did that I work for the movie? Did, did, uh, I, did I miss it? I may. Ha- I mean, I paid attention to the whole film. I was actually enjoying, and 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 it's weird. All the negatives that I've got, and the grade that kind of suffers from the negatives that the film gives. Like I had fun watching it because of lots of lots of it is fun too. You know, and and even for me, like the first like forty five minutes, yeah, is really really great, really good. Yeah, yeah. 
did they did I miss something? Did he just have this incredibly huge barrel of like super killing acid for any other reason except to have later a big super killing acid barrel? Uh, you know, I don't think so. They didn't. He didn't he just, say it anything. It was almost about just it. like, by the way, he, he, don't remember that's where the mutant laser sharks are. Right. Like, he just, if anyone ever crosses me, they're going in that room. He like, just had the secret thing. And um, and you know what was really bad? I thought too was that when it started going downhill yeah. for me, and I kind of was like, oh, this is just kind of getting goopy. Then they had like another layer of like cool stuff, yeah, and like the uh, the other girl yeah. and all that stuff starts that stuff coming together. And I was like, wait, what? I know that brought it up again. And I was but like, that was all that was actually kind of like more irritating for yeah, me because I'm like, if you're gonna have all of this good stuff, yeah, and and actually try to infuse this with like well put together writing and all this stuff yeah why do you have all this nonsense it's right. like two different people wrote right. the script you know and it was like they just traded scenes and the yeah. one guy <laughs> goes that's good put that here yeah, yeah. Right. The, the one guy who wrote it was actually like a stone frat yeah <laughs> the uh, right yeah there was a there was a moment relatively well, it wasn't it wasn't so far after the first half hour when things start getting you know, non-trailer uh, specific where I was watching this and I'm like, this is going to be M night movie, right? right. They're right. going to be like hallucinating or she's going to be in, they're going to pull her out of a ditch. Right. Right. Dreaming. There's, and it's a whole the guy surprise. that pulls her out of the ditch. is going to be John Goodman. And you know, cause, well, cause there's an accident at the start of the film. And, right. and like, I, I just kept thinking this might be the best M night film since, you know, <laughs> Bruce Willis. And, right, right. You know, I mean, just like watching a bunch of stuff, but I was worried about, I was worried about uh, the film, even from the start because they just did like some weird choices with her um, trying to do things to get the motion, uh, to get the movement going. And it seemed like at first she was like super panicky and then she was real relaxed while she's trying to leave her boyfriend's place or their place. Right. And I'm like, don't, don't make a whole like attempt to cover psycho, you know, where like there's this big strange. There was, there was a whole lot of stuff to it. And then it, and then it did. And then it really did. It paid, paid ready attention to it. But if somebody went and saw this, and it, it sounds a little condescending, but we say it sometimes. If they went and saw this and they're like, this is a 9 or a 10 for me, I'd be like, that, that's cool. I can see why you might have had that much fun. You need to see a bunch of movies, and I'm going to tell you which ones they are. Right. If someone went to this and said, this movie sucked across the board, I might argue that it shouldn't be that low, but I can see that too. Right. Like, I really feel this is an experienced film. Like, if you go, I had no expectations because I hated Cloverfield. Right. I, I, I actually I had, I had no expectations either. And, and I was pretty happy with and it. And then it was a little weird for the first half yeah. hour because I had, yeah. I had no expectations either. Yeah. And then I started watching. I'm like, well, wait, what? Oh, okay. How's, well. what's it? And then, you know, it, it's just there's something weird going on about the fact that the movie has to – and, you know, movies in general, because it's yeah. not like this movie invented it or whatever, yeah. but it's not really like an M. Night kind of twist mm-hmm. thing, but it's right. like what we have to do is let you know that you were not watching the movie that you ever thought you were watching the whole right. time. Right. And actually everything's totally different right. or whatever. Did you, I don't, we don't have to spoil it or if we do get into spoiler, it's fine. I mean, I feel like we're pretty much talked out about it but yeah did you actually as far as the end goes and you know what i mean did you like it or did you not i thought it was okay but i thought it was um i thought it like was the last i thought it, minutes, i thought it was kind know. of pointlessly dragged on so did i a bit i i but i, felt I, like I, I was i was okay I with it i was okay with the general yeah. idea yeah 
but I thought they wanted too many different scenes yeah. crammed into that yeah. amount of time. Right. And they wanted to do all this and, and, and there ultimately is no real point in it either. Yeah. They could have, you know, gotten rid of a little bit of like the hiding in the shed and the yeah. car alarm and yep. and stuff like that and still had the same right ultimate effect and I get what of they what meant. happened with the end. Earlier in the film, she talks about being cowardly and how she wishes she could stand up and, and be brave, and, and, be and, brave yeah. and not run away, but run towards, the, like do these things. And then like, like you've said, like we've said in a bunch of things, like hurry up, wait, you right, know, right. a lot of just like get there. And then all of a sudden it, the movie decides to, uh, I mean, it really felt like there were so many open, I mean, in a way, it felt like one of those films where there were so many open endings and they're like, hey, we only got six minutes left. Wrap this up quick. Right. Because the things that happen in the last five minutes are absolutely like. But they had, the next yeah, week. but it it also seems like, you know, maybe they hadn't decided exactly how it was going to yeah. finish. Right. But yeah. really early on in shooting, they had filmed a lot of this stuff. <laughs> right. So and they were like, we got well, that. Let's we've, put, yeah, we've got let's it already. Yeah. yeah. All right, so uh, uh, I still kind of recommend people go see it, though. I think it's kind of like if you if you watch the trailer and think that you'll like it. Yeah. uh, You know, I still recommend that you go see it. (laughs) And I think it's one of these fun films where because it keeps you guessing, as long as people don't just jump all over the place and be like, oh, you're going to love it when, you know, the dinosaurs come back. Right. right. It's actually going to be one of these fun things. And if this catches this could do pretty good business yeah. just because of that hook. Like, and it's not even advertising a hook. It's no, it's actually kind of, but it, it is straightforward. It is a movie that but, uh, people who are more in the demographic will yeah. like then take their other friends to go see it again I think or that, whatever. You know, to speak in broad strokes, I think the millennials will dig it, but I think everybody who's seen, you know, more than 30 films in their life would be like, Oh yeah. I remember the Outer Limits show. That's, right, that's kind of cool. It's it's funny that you mentioned Twilight Zone too, because it is in that same sort of way a perfect Twilight Zone episode. Yeah, because uh, if I mean if you watch a million Twilight Zone all, episodes, oh right? I love them. There are a lot of Twilight Zone episodes where this is exactly what they do. It's yeah, like you think that you're watching this one thing, yeah, and then in Twilight Zone episodes, it's more like you get about halfway in or so, yeah. and then all of a sudden it's nope, it's a whole yeah, other thing happening. Yeah, right. And you know it's kind of like that in a way, yeah. but anyway, it had that feeling to it. So anyway, Actually, yeah. Maybe All right. Interesting. The worst, uh, worst of the year. The worst of the year. Are you ready? I'm, I'm so ready. I'm, I'm not ready, really. You're not ready. But... Well, okay. <laughs> no, I, don't I, know. I am ready. But... Before, before we do the worst. You have, you have like some. Uh, I have just a couple. You have some honorary mentions. I, I for don't. The need, worst, I was going to make a bunch. Which is, that needs a different title. It, it, <laughs> the almost, the almost of the worst. I actually, I think the first three things. Well, I think the first one that I say off my list might be fun, but there were two that same that came so close, and it just I think I've seen them on a lot of people's worst list. Ted two didn't make my worst list. Uh, I don't even remember. I, I have Ted, I have a yeah. few honorary mentions. Ted two didn't do it, and Terminator Genesis didn't do it. Right, and the, and because I whittled it down to twelve, I was I was at fifteen, eighteen. And I went, eh, that's too many. And last time we did the best, we had like. 60 you know we were right, all right. I'm like I'm just going to keep it to 10 but those two I felt because I saw after I made my list you know I saw people having it all over their list and people might right, be like right. what you like Ted there is you know it, it's so. weird because I did after getting my list together just like with best list I went and looked at 
a lot of worse lists that yeah, I that's could what I that did. I that I could find online. I was just curious. And uh and it was weird because there were so, there were a couple movies that I hated. Yeah. That are like maybe in my top five worst of the year. Right. That I did not find on very many people's worst list. Yeah. And I'm like, what the hell? Yeah. And and it was uh it was weird, but all of a sudden people had like shifted or, I, you know, I don't know, but they just like blocked it. <laughs> the number one worst movie for me. Yeah. I actually did not see on a whole lot of people's lists. Wow. I'm and I'm like, I'm okay, in you're insane. Right. You just, you're, everyone you is out. crazy. You block right? it out. Yeah. Or it. somebody got like a lot of money. Right. I mean, somebody got, <laughs> yeah. just keep it off the worst list. Right. <laughs> like, yeah. Just don't do it. The honorary uh, mentions that I have yeah. for uh, the worst of the year that just did not quite make it and maybe aren't even that horrible. And here's another thing that w- we should throw out. Fantastic Four was on tons of people's worst list. I saw it on tons of people's number one. And like, it's it's not only not on my list, it's not even in my honorary mentions. Wow. Uh, I just did not hate it that much. Yeah. I mean, it was not good right. for sure. Right. But there are other things that I really hated more. Yeah. My honorary mentions are not even necessarily movies that I just purely hated, mm-hmm. but they are movies that are worth mentioning as uh really irritating me or yeah. or not being good in general. So right. they are Crimson Peak. Yeah. Which uh just know. was so style over substance for yeah. me that uh, I couldn't stand it. The Last Witch Hunter, which was yeah, goofiness incarnate yeah. really. Victor Frankenstein, which was actually very yeah. closely related to The Last Witch yeah. Hunter in a way. And uh No Escape. And the one other thing before we start just doing numbers that I oh, want yeah. to mention is a lot of people also had Seventh Son uh, yeah. on their list. Yep. And I only saw that pretty recently. And it's not that bad. It's Ooh. just goofy. Oh, but okay. it's like purposely, you know, Done kind of right. goofy, like Dungeons and Dragons things. Yeah. Like, you know, it's that's the Jeff Bridges one, right? That's. Yeah. yeah okay. And uh, okay. and it's actually got a lot of other people in it too. Yeah. Um uh, Alicia Vikander's in it, I think. Oh. Um yeah, I'm pretty sure she's huh. in it. And it's just like, you know, goofy. It's right. but it's yeah. I don't know. I didn't think it was horrible. It's not like uh it's almost like going back to watch Willow. Yeah. Like if you watch Willow now, that's a pretty stupid movie too. Yeah. It's just that it's really good. Right. <laughs> but right. it's uh, you know, I don't know. I didn't see all the hate. So anyway, okay, uh, number 10 worst movie. My number 10 is Unfinished Business. Okay. The uh, Vince Vaughn yep. um, purposely stupid movie. Right. I think it's <laughs> like, and, you know, I don't even have really anything yeah. to say about it. It's, yeah. it. it's kind of. We don't it, have to say much it, about these. No, not about any of Maybe them, I would think. Maybe will, but. It, it's it's one of those movies really that's just purposely stupid. Right. It's like The Hangover Three. It's just a money grab. Like, it's like yeah. The Hangover Three. It's like, do you want to go on vacation somewhere? Right. And yeah. and we'll do really yeah. dumb crap and yeah. whatever. I don't know. And we'll probably make money because yeah. we won't spend a lot making it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and and someone will yeah. go. Right. Anyway. Um, um. Yeah. It was. But it was just. Uh, it was horrible, and it was you know insulting and yeah everything awful. It, it was there was a lot of stuff that happened in it even if you laugh a couple of times 
there was a lot of stuff that happened in it where the comedy is more like, I bet someone's dumb enough to laugh at this. Right. Not, right. <laughs> I think it's actually funny. Right. It, it was horrible. Anyway, uh, maybe it'll surprise some people about how much I hated this, but my number 10 was the Danish girl. And there was something about the Danish girl. Wow. I <laughs> I loathe that is, Danish girl. That is a surprise. I When I saw it, I was surprised how much I didn't like it. And I didn't like it across the board for how ham-fisted, heavy-handed. I'm writing your list down now. Yeah, there you go. Well, the rest is going to be pretty predictable. But the Danish girl, for me, reeked of pretentiousness and clumsy, affected storytelling like so much of what I appreciated them wanting to do with a story that had some significance and might've meant a lot to people I felt couldn't have been on any worse, any cheesily, right. any, and I don't mean cheesily. Like there's a lot of like scene stealing. I just mean it, it was like someone who'd never studied any material about, about, or didn't know anybody who had done anything with transgen transgenderism just thought that like, if you touch something lacy against your skin, you're in danger. Right. You know, and Eddie Redmayne is great to do certain things. He's he seems super talented, but man, he also just seems like maybe he's not, maybe he's just really good at following directions. And I think when his directions are bad, he super exemplifies how badly those directions are because he's that good. Like I'm never right. going to take anything away from him for the theory of everything. He was amazing playing Stephen Hawking, and that's not easy just because of his physical disabilities and how conveying he was in, in, you know, portraying those. But when I see him in Jupiter ascending and when I see him in this and there was something else, I just saw him in recently. I'm like, you're, you're not good. You're right. actually doing bad. So right. you are now like one for four, but that one was a home run. So it's, it's but, like that thing with, uh, we talked about this before in Jupiter ascending, like, is that actually good acting? Right. Because he's doing exactly what he's told to I do. Know. And, I know. and when he's done doing it, you know, the Wachowskis are going cut. Perfect. Right. Yeah. That is could he, not be right, any better. Right. So isn't is that good? Blame? Isn't that is he good acting? Or is he like not to blame? And I just think I've seen guys do the same kinds of scenes in similar films. Like I've seen Gary Oldman do that role a few times and he's never looked that stupid or that right. bad or that purposeful. Right. Like there's, just, there's something that something about him. There's something that he does the thing, but somehow the character is like yeah. sucked out of it. Yeah. And it's just well, doing the thing. All things right? aside about the Danish girl, really and truly just watching it. And it, it just, it feeling so entitled, like to get an Oscar nomination. Right. And to say, we're doing something brilliant because we have, look at the set, look, <laughs> look at our costume design. Like it just, it was so pretentious. You just don't like movies. I, I, just hate movies. <laughs> I, I hated the Danish girl so badly. Wow. That's that like made, a lot it of made, hate. It made number 10. That's, so, a, that's a lot of hate. There man. we go. Okay. My number nine is uh gem and the holograms. Yeah. I missed that one too. Good luck. Which um, oddly enough, there were like a couple of scenes in that movie that I thought were kind of fun, but man, is it. You awful went, and stupid. I'm going to save you a bit. You went to that because of the kids, right? It, you it, you took the kids to that. You didn't just I, go. I didn't go to it, actually. Oh. So, no. Well, you saw it, you <laughs> right. saw it because. I saw it because uh, this is my job. But oh. it's uh, it, no it's so, it, what I think is hilarious about that movie, actually, <laughs> just like in a, in a whole world picture, right, yeah. is that, uh, you know, like a year before that movie came out, you heard about it. And then like six, yeah. six months before it came out, you like heard about it. Right. 
like a month before it came out, no one would admit that it was actually coming out. <laughs> right. It was the most widely released, like, denied movie ever. Like the marketing budget for that movie, yeah. like once it was done and people watched it, was zero. Yeah. They went, never mind. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, we have to release it now because we have contractual obligations right. or whatever, and maybe we'll get some of our money back. Yeah. But that was a movie that was hilariously <laughs> just admittedly ridiculous and maybe we will get people at walmart to buy the dvd for their kids because right. they'll go "Ooh, look or right. whatever right right but anyway it uh yeah that was it was really awful and not only was it really awful it it almost kind of had no narrative at all right it was like it it had the general outline and then it had really random stuff happen yeah. on the way to getting to right to the outline but it was just like ah it was that's uh, funny it was yeah, a lot of fun. I, I'm not surprised terribly. Uh, nine for me is Spy, the Melissa McCarthy, Rose Byrne film that is probably no surprise to anyone when they heard us review it. It's just no, because stupid it was uh, and dumb. It, it had moments of stuff in it, but it was almost just completely stupid. It was it was another one of those movies, which it's weird because it had a character in it that was fun to watch. Yeah. And it yeah. had a couple of scenes that were kind of fun to watch because of who, who was right. doing, doing things and stuff. whatever yep. it was. But altogether, it was just a movie that thought that you were stupid. Right. I mean, it was the yep. same thing. It was just a movie that was like, you know, this will be funny because basically you're kind of dumb. Right. And, and you'll you'll really like this. So. And you'll laugh yeah. at it. Okay. And I didn't at all. My uh, number eight is The Visit. Because I hated that one too, yeah. and and that was one, that was a movie, yeah, that was a that. movie that was oddly similar to Cloverfield Lane, except if all of it was awful, right? <laughs> like yeah. if, if you, no, if, I can see, I, if, I, if yeah. you hated right everything about it, yeah, there was a point in that movie, and the only reason it's not lower, yeah, is because for the first half hour. I was kind of going, wait, is this going to actually be kind of good? Right. Because it wasn't horrible. Right. It wasn't great. Yeah. But you were still kind of going, I, I don't know, maybe this, they're going to give me something to play along with. Right. And then all of a sudden it was just like everything that happened got worse and <laughs> yeah. worse and worse. I and like the premise of the film, but yeah, the execution was really bad. I do too. If you were, this is like M. Night's probably gold that keeps him around right that gets him to keep making movies and people to keep giving him money to make movies or whatever is that you know if somebody came in and you hear like a hundred three-line pitches to a movie a day right and he comes in and says this right you'd go well tell me more about that right yeah. i mean because give me another sentence tell me yeah, right right because it does sure. it does kind of have an idea that you feel like somebody yeah. could do something with but He's not the guy, and right, he's yeah. not the movie. It was just everything <laughs> yeah. was horrible. Yeah, and um, and it was, uh, you know, when you walked out of that movie, it was like some of the other M Night movies that have horrible spins. Yeah, I don't hate everything that he's done. No, me uh, there's uh, even some things that ultimately I don't like that movie, but I liked it for a long time. Right, some of them, right. Yeah. But this one, you know, when you get out, you just go. <sighs> right really yeah. yeah i mean it was so anyway um, that was awful all right so eight what's your eight, eight for me is victor Frankenstein. just another style uh style over substance thing that kind of dropped the ball even though i was having fun with some parts of it it just it was kind of 
it just kind of stuck in my memory when I was looking at the list of stuff. And I'm like, yeah, I really didn't like that because of how easy it could have been good. Right. It didn't even have to be very hard. The difficulty on that was pretty minimal. But how they went out of their way to sabotage. It was like Josh Trank did the film. Like it was right, like right. he just purposely screwed it over and it stayed with me. And it know? was um, I'll just note that we are uh, getting close to an hour, but we'll be uh, right. We'll wrap this all up soon, but I just yeah, want to uh, make mention of that amount of time. But anyway, it was uh, it was a lot like when you have a movie that, you know, can't decide if it wants yeah. to be serious or Campy it just wants to just be fun right. or Gothic if it, fun if or it wants to be like, you know, like yeah. the Sherlock Holmes movies right. where right. really we're just having a good time. That would have been fine. That would have been really right. fine, but then it got different avenues, and it was just like someone was sick for a week, so the AD came in, and he had a totally different right. view of the film. And and, and it had it had characters that it was like we we wrote the you know one page synopsis of this character and right. what he's gonna do, and then we forgot he was yeah, in the movie right. until we were almost oh, done yeah, filming, got, yeah, and then went right. oh shit, like right, him, him in, right? Yeah. yeah. I oh, mean, anyway, we've already paid this actor, that was, so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was mine. That was eight. All right. Uh, so, yeah, that one was like just off the list for me. Yep. But still, yeah, horrible. Came uh, close to being off my list, but it, it managed to sneak in. Yeah. Seven for me is uh, vacation. Man, you know, I had I fl- I flirted back and forth with wanting to see that. And then ultimately just one more trailer on TV that showed like two or three more things I hadn't seen. And I went, nope. Right. I, I don't really need to see that at Th- all. This whole movie for me was... Uh, Again, same sort of thing. It was like nonstop. We think you're stupid, and yeah, and you'll think this is funny. And it was such a weird uh, version of trying to update a movie or remake yeah. a movie or whatever. And it it felt like the movie feels like somebody at the production company was given the job of you know taking this taking the reins yeah. of getting this film made right. And it was, it seemed anyway, like it was produced and directed by people who didn't like the first movie. Yeah. But were at work. Right. Being told they had to make this yeah. movie. Yeah. You're going to do <laughs> and it. And get paid. Yeah. And it was like you had someone go watch the original <laughs> vacation and go, this movie's just stupid. Right. So that's what I'll do. Right. I'll, I'll just stupid. make a stupid movie. Yeah. And it was, it, it was, uh, you know, all, a lot of the stuff, seriously, like it's hard to believe that the actors signed on. Yeah. Because they're not idiots. No, I mean, they, they've been in funny things. Yeah. I mean, and they, but man, just either that was one hell of a table read, you know, and they were just right. like, it we seemed so okay or something. Or they just, they, you know, it was a payday. I guess. You know, it's just it's strange that sometimes. That's but there are them. some movies that you know you really you have to hold against the actors. I mean, yeah, I do. Yeah, anyway. they don't. I do too. From now on, you're not as cool as you right. used to be because you right. agreed to be in this movie. But well, yeah, the whole movie is just uh, like hating its audience, really, which is yeah never a fun time. Speaking of holding it against the actors, okay, seven for me is Jupiter Ascending. Let's get back to talking about how bad Eddie Redmayne is. Wait, are we numbered wrong now? <laughs> okay, seven for you is what? Seven's Jupiter Ascending. Oh yeah, Jupiter Ascending. And I man, that's only seven. It's only seven. And and you most like, of that. You love that. Movie. <laughs> most of the film, you know, we talked about. And I remember talking about it in some way, saying things like, actually, you know, Channing Tatum wasn't 
bad. Right. You know, even even Mila Kunis wasn't bad, you know, but it was just the directing, the writing. It was, you know, there should be a new adjective, verb, noun, combination for describing what we saw. And it should just be Wachowski. You know, right. that was so Wachowski. Right. That's all it was. That's so, what we're going to do gotta, now. Yeah, it was. And weird. I feel like, I feel it, like a know. lot of it was weird because you didn't uh, feel like all the actors were doing a bad job. Right. They were just doing a job that it was like, it didn't matter who was doing it. Right. No, you know, no one could make this into something interesting. And yet somehow, you know, the Wachowskis just, you know, you make it's like uh, M. Night, you know, you make right. the Matrix. Right. You're apparently just good for life. You just right. keep making you movies. Whatever you want. People will keep throwing money so, at you. That was that was it for me. Especially as time goes on, because if they ever make anything that hits now, yeah, like the Matrix did, then you know it'll be a billion dollars. Right. So I guess we'll roll the dice or whatever. <laughs> we'll and plus, see. it's not like I mean enough people go see it still. Yeah, that it you know you still at least kind of come close to getting your money no matter what. I mean right. you may not you may not make a lot of money, but right. I don't know. It's just. Uh, but man, that that movie was crazy. Okay, yeah. six for you. So my six is Pixels. Right. I don't know that I'm surprised. At Which that. Uh, yeah, love Kevin James and it was it was Adam so Taylor. it was so weird a theory and it's just you know Kevin James and and yeah. Adam Sandler apparently whatever they do they make enough money doing it. Yeah. That, you know, they're not the Wachowskis where, you know, they had uh, a movie that's, you know, gigantic or whatever, but they make movies where even when it's those things like they get David Spade and Chris Rock to be involved in things, too. Right. And they they just can make enough money that people are going to keep making their movies because if you spend, you know, $50 million and make $87 million, that's a lot of money. Right. (laughs) You know, you've made a lot of money. And so they're like, well, whatever. I mean, and, and obviously very few of these movies have giant production budgets. They just have their salaries. Right. Right. I mean, they, they are not, uh, they are not going into huge sets and, and, you know, going on like right. eight different locations or whatever. Right. They just got to pay like their hotel bill. Right. <laughs> cover, and, cover catering, cover craft services. And and, uh, and so. bring their entourage along. And there yeah, you go. Exactly. You've got a movie and you're going to make a bunch of money. But anyway, it was uh, it was just it was horrible. And not only that, it was, you know, it's hard to explain exactly how bad some of these things are. But it really was I'll like your word for it. I'm it not really watch was like, you know, they just get together and yeah. get really loaded yeah. and start writing shit down on napkins. Yeah. And then uh, next thing you know, it's a script. I got to tell you right now of the of the six that you, you know, up to six that you've done, I could imagine having to see vacation only because I'm bored and I'm on a plane. Right. You know, because that's going to be an in-flight film. Right. But I don't know. Maybe maybe it's too racy for it. But um yeah, so far I have no interest to see any of your films to see if you're right. All right. Uh, six for me is Mordecai. And Mordecai basically just a studio saying, you'll pay your money and give me your time because it's Johnny Depp. I think we're off on the numbers somehow. Oh, I got you at six. Mordecai was another one. Uh, what number are you on? Well, my six was Pixels. And that's what I just said. Right. right. What did I say? And you're... My six is Mordecai. Okay. I, I, I might have just jumped. That's and okay. Written down the so right I, I just there. I was, you know, in a way, like I was bored. 
I wasn't amused. He was trying real hard. That's, that's another one that was on a lot of people's. Was it? Worst I, I saw it on a few, and I saw it miss a few, and I was just like, I don't know that people remember that that came because it was early in. I think it was early in 2015. It was really early in you the know? year. And yeah, I it was like January, February. And I would have felt bad if that was a stage play, and I had to look Johnny Depp in the eye while he was trying so hard to make me laugh, and I was hating him for right. how pandering he was trying to do. Right. I just it was he's so talented he didn't need to do it, and his tastes are so weird. That was that was, was another project. That his. was another movie for me. You know that uh, it was not good. Yeah. But, but it, not the worst. But it was not bad enough. Man, I think you forget to be how in much my, you hated Pandora. Or you just saw up. you saw more bad. Films. No, I didn't. I didn't hate it. And yeah, I just I, I saw worse things, and I hated things a lot more. And yeah. when that movie was over, <laughs> I didn't like it. Yeah. But I wasn't like walking out of the theater going. Right. You know, I mean, it right. just wasn't. It wasn't the same kind of bad or something. I don't know. I remember distinctly wanting my two hours back from from that. Yeah, so, yeah. Anyway. Okay. Uh, my five is Spy. So oh. we've already All talked right. we're, about we're that. We're finally crossing but the stream. I've, now. Uh, okay. Yeah, I I just hated that more. Yeah. I, I I hated almost everything that happened when she was on screen. Yeah. Yeah, the and, best parts. And when she was mostly there. on screen. Yeah, and she was and, always there. It was, the only things that I liked were little bits of like the supporting characters and yeah. some of the scenes they were in and stuff. And everything else, there was so much about this movie yeah. that what's funny is that she's fat or right. incompetent or stupid. Right. And you know, there's nothing wrong with having stupid characters, I guess, right. <laughs> or whatever. But they're just, you know, there was just there was nothing. Right in it, other than uh, I fell down again, yeah. <laughs> and not <laughs> right. not even like in you right. know like a good slapsticky like Three Stooges kind of way. No, just, just in like, like I a, tripped because my feet are yeah. fat. Yeah, yeah. Uh, five for me was the atrociousness that was Pan. Wow. Um, I I I remember that film. I remember that film feeling like three hours right. and just being boring everywhere yeah Stupid, that's a, that's another boring. one for me that was uh odd and not very fun yeah but it just wasn't bad enough it was bad to get anywhere on my list plus uh i at least had to throw that movie a bone with the fact that uh my kids liked it yeah and it's yeah, a good did. it's a good that one's i can appreciate you that, know still big, my kids hated goofy, it. Goofy, goofy kid type film. Yeah. So, you know, it was it just right. wasn't as horrible. But man, did it have some parts that were horrible. Was, if we were doing like worst scenes of the year. Oh, that would be in there. That would that have would a couple, there, right? Absolutely. But, yeah. Anyway, okay. Uh, four for you. Uh, number four for me is Jupiter Ascending. Yeah. All right. Now we're starting to get some similar so, things here. Yeah. That makes sense. It's probably going to do that for a while. Anyway, Maybe. So yeah. we don't need to talk about that one again, though. Right. But all right. What's your uh, four, four for me is Maybe surprisingly, Paul Blart, Mall Cop 2. And you mean I, because it's not number one? Right, because it's not in the top two. I saw a lot of people ream on that film, and I am here to defend absolutely none of it. It's it's <laughs> horrible and stupid and childish. You just have worse things. It's huh? just it's just not for me. I actually kind of understood that we're, we're, kid, we're now getting into the area where they're just all it, number one. Well, they're 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 all they've all been number one for me since twelve, but. I, I actually could understand on a semblance of very weird memory. Like when I was really young, I kind of liked seeing Police Academy. I kind of liked seeing these things for an hour or two. But Police Academy, by comparison, is no, awesome. And I'm, not, and I'm not suggesting they're the same film, but I'm just saying there's a there's a vein of like just 
disposable, stupid. Like, go to the movies so your parents can do some shopping that you don't want to be at Macy's for. <laughs> right. And there's nothing that you can see except this. And you're like, eh, okay. Like, it, it's dumb, it's stupid, but it's it's kind of harmless. But you're adding in the 10-year-old market. and I'm including them. You know, <laughs> I, I just, I give it a little bit of credit. They bump it, it a little it, bit. It's genuinely harmless. You know, it doesn't pretend to be something that it isn't. It just knows that it's crap. That was my four. That's a that's a weird so, selling. You know, I get to see three, that on the poster. Three, it's funny how I have to defend something at four instead of it being one like everybody else. But right. I wasn't uh, as bothered by it. Three for me is the cobbler. Yeah, I knew that is, had to uh, be shown. Adam Sandler and I it's the uh, Netflix original. Yeah, and <laughs> and and I Netflix. and I got to tell you the the only reason that his other Netflix movie probably isn't in the list is right. that I haven't seen it yet. Right. It's the, uh, the Sinister six, six, the something, the, 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 seven. the bad yeah. cowboy people. Yeah. I don't know. What I think it's it. funny. But, but I, haven't, keep, I haven't had a chance to watch that one People keep confusing, uh, not, not a lot of people, but I've seen people confusing the hateful eight with like the Sinister Six. <laughs> right. And they're just like, well, I didn't see Sam Jackson in it. What is this false advertising? <laughs> I'm like, you got to get your numbers right. Yeah, you need yeah. to get your adjectives and numbers down. Yeah, that happens so, a lot. Anyway. Uh, amongst members of so our the cobbler's not audience. worth cobbler's not worth no the cobbler's right. so crazy but he's awful but not only is he awful but it's almost like he's in this movie like turned a corner of just uh <laughs> of just love, loving his awfulness yeah. right he's yeah, just he's awful. uh he's given up pretending that there's anything good about his movies <laughs> or, his <laughs> just, or, or his life yeah. or his comedy That's or whatever awful. it's it's so weird and it's so the movie is like he he puts on other people's shoes and like becomes them huh and okay and then he eats pickles that recharges superpowers uh, and right. stuff. seriously no, it's it's no, really bonkers this. anyway um yeah but there just was nothing even funny about it even in like the worst adam sandler movies yeah there's at least like a couple things where you have to go all right fine i laughed at that yeah, I mean, I'm I'm not I don't want to tell people I laughed about it or whatever, but right. there's something that's at least right will get you to laugh. It gets you there. Nothing. And this one was just like <laughs> raising your eyebrows at the whole yeah. thing, going, "What am I watching?" Anyway, yeah, that was that's too bad. That the, the premises of it isn't that far removed from the one that he did, you know, click the one that had the time travel remote control. Yeah, bed, bath, and beyond. that one's okay. That it, it's that's like it's all right. Yeah. Um. All right. So that's your. That's your third. That's My three, third yeah. is Fantastic Four. Oh, shut up. And I don't, I don't even think I have to say anything about it, except that it, it is okay to embrace seeing a bad movie and being, that's a bad movie. I don't care what your story is. I don't care what your problems were. You put out a bad product, and then that's horrible. There you go. And so basically, it's just at three as a shot at the director. It's, it's is what you're three saying. because I actually liked Paul Blart better. No, I did. You did not. When I was looking at these, that was the deciding factor. When I looked at these, I went, "Did I enjoy Paul Blart better than Fantastic Four? And I had to go shower after it, admitting if somebody, I did. If somebody made you watch one again, yeah, you, I would rather would see Paul one. Blart over Fan. If you put down Fantastic uh, Four and Paul whatever. Blart, I'd say let's do let's do Blart. All right, my two. number two is Hot Pursuit. Huh. Because, uh, like I said, for me, Man, what a dog that was. For me, uh, putting him in order, yeah. in, in a lot of ways, uh, is meaningless. Yeah. Right? If somebody write, don't write in and say your six should be four, 
Because yeah, I'll right. say, okay. My I mean, one fine, is one. it should. My right? 10 is one. Right. If, Everything if, is one. It makes no sense. Right. But for me, I think I have to say that in a very legitimate way, one and two are just tied as just absolutely I equal. I wonder if we have the right? same things here going on. Because two for me is hot pursuit. I, I absolutely agree. I just uh, remember feeling cool. I remember feeling so bothered by it and such like a waste of time and a waste of money. And I'm like, you could have saved trees instead of printing this movie. It, yeah, and you it guys should have stayed home. It was just it was it, bad. It, it was, was bad in a so, bad way. It was so bad yeah. that it really made you start to question Yeah. Uh that's cool. The entire belief system of Yeah. Reese Witherspoon and Sofia Vergara that that Man. they would read this and say, "Yeah, I want to I want to be in that." It's almost like if somebody made a serious documentary. Mm-hmm. And what we were going to make the movie about was uh about how stupid it is that there ever was a women's rights movement. Right. That they're allowed to vote that they have any rights whatsoever yeah. and then called up Reese Witherspoon and said, will you yeah. be in it yeah. and, uh, and help support it? And she goes, no. And then you go, but you were in this movie. Right. right. <laughs> How is there a difference? Right. It, it just was so obnoxious about everything it did. Yeah. And then everything that it, you know, tried to make funny, it was like the version of, uh, Melissa McCarthy and you go I don't like this because the only thing that they're trying to say is funny is that like if you're fat that's funny right and that will you should hang out with fat people right because you know 10 or 12 times a day you'll get to laugh right and this movie's just right. going you should hang around with women right because because right. this is how stupid they are yeah. and you'll get to laugh a lot and I, it, I can see where after she did Legally Blonde she might think like this kind of thing is in the same vein and it's got more subtext and th- no, no, it was, is stupid. No, it's really, so, really awful. Anyways. All right. Let me see. What's your number one. What's your number two. Oh, you said yours. Yours is hot also pursuit hot pursuit. Well. Yep. My number one is Paul Blart. Oh man. That's so because, predictable. because it's easily the worst movie. I don't know what your number one is, but it's going to be easy because you just, knew that probably you knew time. that mine was going to be yours, Paul Blart. I knew yours was. It should be Paul Blart. That um, was just horrible. Uh, my number one is Rock the Casbah. Wow, really? Yeah, I uh, in in some ways that was both because I was utterly disappointed because Bill Murray is so talented, and I was so pissed off because it basically showed up and just was like wing it but what you think you should be winging do seven takes later and do the worst of them like just it was a it was a mishmash of crap and part of it was part of it was no faith in the writing being angry that that murray did it right being disappointed because i know how incredibly he is just to do anything and then just being like just annoyed overall at every single facet of what was happening and how predictable and pandering and just it was it was the worst. Yeah, when that, I look back on was, it all, I was, was like nowhere near the worst that. for me. So. That that was nowhere near the worst for me, uh, and not even you on didn't my even list. Have that on your list of lists? No, like, not that even was, that I, was. I hated Rock the Casbah. That was for me a movie that was uh, had. I had a lot of the same problems, but there was stuff in that movie that I that I liked, and for me, that movie was bad in a way that kind of made me scratch my head and go what's going on here yeah. like how did this movie get made like that movie felt in certain ways 
like something that gets made because uh, uh, he didn't read the whole script or something. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then he's yeah. like already obligated to make it. Like he read the first part of the script and went, that's good. Right. And then he got deeper into the script as they're filming and goes, this is crap. I want out. Right. Uh, I'm not making this movie. And right. then they went, no, you have to. And he goes, all right, if I have to, this is what I'm going to do. Right. And it's going to be like this. If I hear that that's what happened, I, I, it's not that I lost respect for him permanently, but temporarily I did. I, when I watched that movie, I genuinely felt like he supported it. Like he enjoyed what he was doing. And he thought the story that he was telling was like not important in a big scheme, but like he was kind of into it, right? And that that even made. But me that's more because mad. he's a good actor. No, I don't know if that's the case. There's I mean, uh, like it, even Saint Vincent when we watched him in Saint Vincent, which had problems. I believe that he was there to do the work. I mean, he's always professional, but I mean, you know, I just felt he believed in the story and the director and the talent. Right. And I felt the same thing in this, and I'm like, you've got to be able to see if you're walking in a straight line to get to your car and there's a bunch of shit in the road, you don't have to walk through it because you can't change direction. Like I feel like he should have seen the shit that this was and been like, no, no thanks. Yeah, I don't know. I didn't. I didn't think it was that no. bad. And even uh, it, for me, it was a whole other kind of bad. And I, you know, I say this all the time, but this movie was bad. <laughs> yeah. And thought, but I still wouldn't even. I wouldn't even rate it that low, like a zero or a one or something. You know, yeah, it's, it was. It's, it's like not that. One. It's not that bad for me. Yeah. But this movie is still as bad as it was, and it could even be worse. Yeah. It still is a different kind of bad for me. And I agree with Paul Blart, Paul Blart. I don't like, and you know, I've said this a thousand (laughs) times going through this list, but Paul Blart is bad because it thinks you're stupid and it's going to get money from you. Right. It's like, you're all such a bunch of dumbasses that you'll go see this laugh, think it's funny and show up for Paul Blart three. Yeah. Yeah. This movie is not that. I it see, might not be good, but right. it's not it, it's not that it's not good because it thinks you're dumb enough to like it. No, it's, it's just wrong about what it thinks is good. I agree with that. I also think And that's that's never going to be no, and that I, that's far down on my list. Right. right. And I and I can appreciate that. I also think it has that era excuse me, that aura of pretentiousness where it's like, this is art house. It does so a little bit. Is, yeah. You're going to yeah, like it, it because we're non-conventional. We're edgy. Right. We're telling a story with an A-list star who's in all these art house films, you know, his whole career, you know, lately in the last two decades has been art house rejuvenated thing. And I didn't like that. I was like, don't, don't sell me on that. Don't tell me how genius you are because you put weird music next to a strange location. Right. Tell me a goddamn good story. You know, right. So, and I think all of our, I think all of your list, and I think all of mine. Yeah, I guess one could argue the Danish girl, but I'd have to really sit down and talk with that person. I think they're all number one. You know, I think we got twenty number ones here. Yeah, so. maybe uh, the worst is hard to organize. Even more I, than I loved best, it, but, but this was a weird. But one. you didn't even do it. You're all saying <laughs> they're all number one. Given. <laughs> You're giving me crap about not liking the order. And I then love you the just, look on your face and then you starting just off with the Danish save You're flat like, out that there is no order. Yeah, yeah that was that I had was an order. Surprising. I had anyway. an order. Anyway. All right. So next, that's it. Yeah. Next week, um, I think there's, uh, there's something. There's something, there's something pretty know. good coming I out. Look. I should have been looking. Uh, but we're just shy of the biggest stuff in the world. But yeah. uh, there's – Batman and Superman, I don't – it's weird. We've talked about how we don't know whether it's going to be good or not. Yeah, that's really close, though. Yeah. But there's uh, 
there's a oh it's divergent man that one yeah snuck up on okay me. but it's divergent but there's also the next film um, miracles from no please don't tell me we're watching the kid falls out of the tree one no well, no 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 divergent midnight special that's the one that's Mid- the one midnight special oh, that's the adam driver film yeah, and okay. it's uh, the yep. guy escapes with his kid, goes on the yep. run because his kid has superpowers, and it's by the uh, director yep. of Mud. Right. So that one actually that one's really interesting. interesting. We may we may have to try to get both of those if That'd we can, cool. but that one looks like it should be Not really really cool. Pee Wee's Big Holiday movie. No. No. Anyway, but yeah, uh, there's that, and then man, the Divergent film. I swear, and I we and we have to do it, our but, awards. That's right. Next week. We'll so good awards. luck for that. Yeah. Um, I can't wait to see what you come up with for that. But so next next week, before we uh, let you go, yeah. uh, if you're not familiar with our awards, right. it's the uh, it's our own personal can't win awards right. because we don't have another name for it. Right. The the official name of the awards <laughs> is the can't win asterisk awards, right. and then the asterisk says because we can't come up with a better name right. for it. And there are own awards where we give you best picture, best director, best actor, best actress, and best screenplay, screenplay. of movies who could not possibly actually get nominated for Academy Awards right. or any of the other big awards. Movies yeah. that are outside the realm of things people pay attention to. Yep. Or, uh, and, and, you know, one of the things for me is I almost was thinking about, you know, going with like Ian McKellen. Because right. he didn't get nominated. Right. But that's not how it works. Right. Because we, he easily could have been right. nominated and, for that. And I still have a, a bit of difficulty arguing that I'm not going to put down some Mad Max things. Because I still am stunned that it got nominated but for it, Best Picture. But it not only got nominated, it won all kinds of I know. stuff. So it's like out of the running. You I, know. Can't... <laughs> I know. I know. Which but is bizarre. In, in any but... other year except this year, Mad Max would have done. It would have been Looper. You would have dominated every category for me. You would think, but, but it, until it went and won everything, and, did it. Yeah. and then when it did it, it single-handedly undermined everything. Because now I'm like, well, the visit. We've just won. Nominated. We've just you know? won. Our I mean, awards don't if, count if anymore. If Mad Max can get a Best Picture nomination, then Paul Blart could have been nominated for something. <laughs> I'm not saying it deserves it, but it could. Now I think the very fabric of everything we're doing is out the window. That's right. It's all over now. We've just uh, we we changed the game. So we uh, we met we yeah <laughs> I know. Anyway. Uh, thanks for tuning in. We, we've got to get out of here. Thanks for tuning in. Please, please share, subscribe, rate us on iTunes, review us on iTunes, and otherwise trick your friends into yeah. listening to us. <laughs> Cabela's is coming to Northern Virginia with a spectacular new store in Gainesville. Find everything you need for hunting, fishing, camping, and shooting sports, plus much more. Join us for our grand opening celebration Thursday, March 9th at 10 a.m. Be one of the first 500 in line and receive a Cabela's gift card worth up to $500, plus a chance to win one of three Remington firearms. See store for details. Don't miss Cabela's grand opening in Gainesville, located off I-66 and Highway 29 near Virginia Gateway. Cabela's is coming to Northern Virginia with a spectacular new store in Gainesville. Find everything you need for hunting, fishing, camping, and shooting sports, plus much more. Join us for our grand opening celebration Thursday, March 9th at 10 a.m. Be one of the first 500 in line and receive a Cabela's gift card worth up to $500, plus a chance to win one of three Remington firearms. See store for details. Don't miss Cabela's grand opening in Gainesville, located off I-66 and Highway 29 near Virginia Gateway.